Welcome to Zikudasi Manmim of Ram Goldhai and Tim Rasekas Yuma, Daf Nun Alf, the fifth parak, Hotsiyo. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, on Daf Nun Aman Alf, a mission was brought where Rabbi listed the Pesach as a carbon yachit, that is Dochish Shabbos and Tuma. And a related price, according to Rabbi Yaakov, as listing the Chagiga among Karbonus at Sibor that are not Dochish Shabbos or Tuma. On our Daf, Rav Hunabri and Rav Yeshua ask what the difference is between them. If the Chagiga is called the carbon Sibor, Mishum Da Asiba because it's brought as part of an assembly by all Jews who've gathered in Yishalayim for the Chag, Pesach Nami Asiba Kanufia. The Pesach is also brought as an assembly. So Rav answered, Eka Pesach Shein Dela Asiba There's Pesach Sheini, which is not brought as an assembly. It's only brought by the minority that were Tami when the Pesach Rishon was brought. Now, since the category of Pesach includes the Pesach Sheini, the Tana calls the Pesach a carbon Yachid. When Rav was asked that according to this, the Pesach Shein should be Dochus Shabbos and Tumor like the Pesach Rishon, he answered that in fact the Tana here does hold that the Pesach Sheini is Dochus Shabbos and Tuma. Point number two, the next mission discusses the path taken by the Kohen Gadol as he carried the Ketoris into the Kodesh Kadashim. The Kohen God would walk through the Heichel until he reached the space between the two curtains which separated the Kodesh from the Kodesh Kadashim, and the space between them was an Amma. Rabbi Yossi says there was only one curtain there, for it stated, And the Parochah shall divide for you between the Kodesh and the Kodesh Kadashim. Now, given Rabbi Yossi brought a source for his position, the Gemara clarifies that according to the Rabbanan, his Pasuk only applies to the Mishkan. However, during Bais Rishon, there was an Amatraxin, an Amathic dividing wall, and the rabbis who built Bais Shani were in doubt as to the degree of Kedusha of this wall, whether it had the Kedusha of the Kodesh Kodashim or the Kodesh. They therefore made two curtains to enclose the space, one where the outer edge of the wall had originally been, and one where the inner edge had been. And point number three, the Gemara brings a three-way Malchus regarding the path the Kohen Gadol took through the Heichot to the Kodesh Kodashim. Rabbi Yudah, who holds there were two curtains with the opening near the southern wall, says that the Kongadol walked towards the Kodesh Kodashim between the Mizbech and the Menorah. Rabbi Mer and Rabbi Yossi both hold there was one curtain with the opening near the northern wall. Rabbi Mer holds the Kongadol walked between the Mizbech and the Shulchan. He didn't walk between the Shulchan and the wall, either because it was blocked by the ten Shulchanos placed there, north to south by Shlomo Melch, or, according to the one who holds the place east to west, because of the Shechina residing in the Kodesh Kodashim, it would not have been respectful to walk directly towards his entrance. According to Rabbi Yossi, who holds the Kohen Gadol, did walk directly along the northern wall, the Jews are beloved by Hashem, since the Torah did not require them to send a shalich before him with the request. Each Jew may pray to Hashem on his own behalf. The representative of such a people is himself beloved and may proceed directly to the Kodesh Kadoshim. So once again, the three points are number one. On Daf Nun Amin Alva, a mission was brought where Ramira listed the Pesach as a carbon yochid, that is Docha Shabbos and Tuma, and a related price according to Rabbi Yaakov as listing the Chagiga among Karbanah Sibor that are not Docha Shabbos or Tuma. So in our daf, Rav Hunabrid Rav Yeshua asks what the difference is between them. If the Chagiga is called the carbon Sibur, Mishum Da Asibakanufia, because it's brought as part of an assembly by all the Jews who've gathered in Yishalayim for the Chag, Pesach Nami Asibakanufia, the Pesach is also brought as an assembly. Rav answered, Eka Pesach Sheni, the Lo Asibakanufia. There's the Pesach Sheni, which is not brought as an assembly. It's only brought by the minority that were Tameh when the Pesach Rishon was brought. Now, since the category of Pesach includes the Pesach Sheni, the Tana calls the Pesach a carbon Yachid. When Rav was asked that according to this, the Pesach Shein should be Dochus Shabbos and Tumor like the Pesach Rishon, he answered that in fact the Tana here does hold the Pesach Sheini is Dochus Shabbos and Tumor. Pointing to the next mission discusses the path taken by the Kohen Gadol as he carried the Ketoris into the Kodesh Kadashim. 
היה מהלך בהיכו עד שמגיע לבין הפרוכס, המבדיל אז בין הקודש ובין הקודש הקדושים, וביניהם אמה. The Kohen Gadol would walk through the Hekel until he reached the space between the two curtains which separated the Kodesh from the Kodesh Kadashim, and the space between them was an Amma. Rabbi Yossi says there was only one curtain there, for it stated, And the Parochus shall divide for you between the Kodesh and the Kodesh Kadashim. Now, given Rabbi Yossi brought a source for a position, the Gemara clarifies that according to the Rabbanan, his Pasuk only applies to the Mishkan. However, during Bais Rishon, there was an Amatraxin, an Amathic dividing wall, and the rabbis who built Baishin were in doubt as to the degree of Kedusha of that wall, whether it had the Kedusha of the Kodesh HaKadoshim or the Kodesh. They therefore made two curtains to enclose the space, one where the outer edge of the wall had originally been, and one where the inner edge had been. And point number three, the Gemara brings a three-way locus regarding the path the Kohen Gadol took through the Hechel to the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Rabbi Yudah, who holds that there were two curtains with the opening near the southern wall, says the Kohen Gadol walked towards the Kodesh Kodashim between the Mizbech and the Menorah. Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yossi both hold there was one curtain with the opening near the northern wall. Rabbi Meir holds the Kohen Gadol walked between the Mizbech and the Shulchan. He didn't walk between the Shulchan and the wall, either because it was blocked by the ten Shulchanas placed there north to south by Shlomo Melech, or, according to the one who holds their place east to west, because of the Shekhinah residing in the Kodesh Kodashim, it would not have been respectful to walk directly towards its entrance. According to Rabbi Yossi, who holds that the Kohen Gadol did walk directly along the northern wall, the Jews are beloved by Hashem since the Torah did not require them to send the Shalich before him with the request each Jew may pray to Hashem on his own behalf. The representative of such a people is himself beloved and may proceed directly to the Kodesh HaKadoshim. All right, so now we got our simber in and off, and this simon is a bit of a stretch. And an off sounds like gnaw, beaver's gnaw. So the simon is beaver pelt hats. Beaver pelt hats. So here goes. The beaver pelt hat society joyfully assembled to bring their chagigas, which were considered a carbon seabor, tried to peek into the heichel to get a glimpse of the two curtains, and to see if there were dotted lines marking the path for the kong gadol. Once again, it's slow motion. The beaver pelt hat society, beaver pelt hats. That must be run duff, nanolif, gnaw. The Beaver Pelt Hat Society joyfully assembled to bring their Chagigas, which were each considered a carbon seabor, which reminds us, which reminds on Daf Nun Amanaf, a mission was brought where Merlis of the Pesach was a carbon Yachid, that's Dokhish Shabbos and Tuma, and a related Bryce, a quarter of Yaakov is listing the Chagiga among carbonates seabor that are not Dokhish Shabbos and Tuma. So in our Daf, Rav Huna Brader asked what the difference is between them. If the Chagiga is called the carbon seabor, Mishum Da Asi Kanufi, because it's brought as part of assembly by all the Jews who gathered in Shalim for the Chag, so Pesach is also brought in this assembly. So Rav answered, there is the Pesach Shein, which is not brought as an assembly. It's only brought by the minority that were Tame when the Pesach Rishon was brought. Since the category of Pesach includes the Pesach Sheini, the Tana calls the Pesach a carbon yachim. When Rabbi was asked, that according to this, the Pesach Sheini should be Dochus Shabbos and Tumah, like the Pesach Rishon, he answered that in fact the Tana here does hold the Pesach Sheini is Dochus Shabbos and Tumah. So the Beaver Pelt Hat Society joyfully assembled to bring their Chagigas, which were each considered a carbon seabor, tried to peek into the Hechel to get a glimpse of the two curtains, which reminds us. The next mission discusses the path taken by the Kohen Gadol as he carried the Katoris in the Kodesh Kadashim. The Kohen Gadol would walk through the Hechel until he reached the space between the two curtains, which separated the Kodesh from the Kodesh Kadashim, and the space between them was an Amma. Rabbi Yossi says there was only one curtain there, for it stated, and the Prochus shall divide for you between the Kodesh and the Kadashim. So given Rabbi Yossi brought a source for his position, the Gemara clarifies the According to the Rabban, his Pasuk only applies to the Mishkan. However, during Bais Rishon, 
There was an amatroxine, an amathic dividing wall, and the rabbis who built Baisheni were in doubt as to the degree of Kedusha of this wall, whether it had the Kedusha of the Kodesh Kadoshim or the Kodesh. They therefore made two curtains to enclose the space, one where the outer edge of the wall had originally been, and one where the inner edge had been. So the Beaver Pelt Hat Society joyfully assembled to bring their Chagigas, where each were considered a carbon seabor, tried to peek into the Hechel to get a glimpse of the two curtains, and to see if there were dotted lines marking the path for the Kongado. Which reminds us, the Gemara brings the three Melchokas regarding their path the Kongado took to the Hechel to the Kodesh Kadashim. Rabbi Yudo holds there were two curtains with the opening near the southern wall, says the Kongado walked towards the Kodesh Kadashim between the Mizbech and the Menorah. Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yossi both hold there was one curtain with the opening near the northern wall. Rabbi Meir holds the Kongado walked between the Mizbech and the Shochan. He didn't walk between the Shochan and the wall, either because it was blocked by the ten Shochanos, placed there north to south by Shomel Melch, or according to the one who holds their place east to west, because of the Shekhinah residing in the Kodesh it would not have been respectful to walk directly towards its entrance. According to Rabbi Yossi, holds that the Kohen Gadol did walk directly along the northern wall. The Jews are beloved by Hashem, since the Torah didn't require them to send the Shaliach before him with the request, each Jew may pray to Hashem on his own behalf. The representative of such a people is himself beloved and may proceed directly to the Kodesh Kodashim. So once again, the Beaver Pelt Hat Society joyfully assembled to bring their Chagigas, where each were considered a carbon seabor, tried to peek into the Hechel to get a glimpse of the two curtains, and to see if there were dotted lines marking the path for the Kong Gadol. All right, now it's time for a four-block back Chazara. Daf Memzayin. So the similar Daf Memzayin is a maze. Here goes. The boy running through the Yom Kippur maze. Maze. That must be more Daf Memzayin. The boy running through the Yom Kippur maze with a ladle of Katoris, which reminds us that the reason the Kohen Gadol carries the Katoris into the Kodesh Kadashim with the cuff is that it was not possible without it. He couldn't enter once with the shovelful of coals and then enter again with the Chafina, since the Pusik mentions bringing in only once. If he were to take the Katoris in his hands and put the Machta on top, then he would need to grasp the Machta in his teeth and place it on the ground and then put the Katoris on it. This would be unseemly if done before a human king, let alone before the Melech Malchim Lachim HaKadosh Therefore, since it's not possible to bring the Katoris in his cupped hands, he does it in the manner that's found by the Nassim. Rashi explains that when the Nassim brought their special offerings for the inauguration of the Mishkan, they offered a cuff Katoris, a ladleful of Katoris. So the boy running through the Yom Kippur maze with a ladle of Katoris had to locate seven brothers dressed as Kohanim Gadolim, which reminds us, it was taught in the Bryce, Shiba Banim Hayelah Kimchis Bechulon Shimshu Bechulon Gadol. Kimchis had seven sons, and all of them served as Kohan Gadol. The Rabban asked her what she did to be Zohar to this, and she replied, In all my days, the beams of my house didn't see the braids of my hair. They said to her, they said to her, Many women did this, and didn't accomplish what you did. So the boy running through the Yom Kippur maze with a ladle of Katoris had to locate seven brothers dressed as Kohan and Gadoim, and got bonus points if he found the kid with very pudgy hands, which reminds us. The more brings an inquiry regarding the rule that the Komets is not supposed to be overflowing. When Yochanan said that Rabbi Yeshua ben Uzzah inquired, What's the status of that which is trapped between the fingers of one's full Komets? Is it considered part of the Komets or not? But Papa clarified that the question pertained to that which is trapped between the fingers and not visible to either side. Rabbi Yishu ben Uzzah resolved the question and answered that without which is trapped between the fingers is a suffix. The Gemara asked, well, what should be done with this? Rabbi says that according to Rabbanan, who forbids something that's meant to be eaten to be placed in the Mizbeach, even for the sake of firewood, there is no option except the Kamsay that fat Kohani performed Kamitsa. Since their hands are pudgy, nothing will get trapped between their fingers. Daf Memches, so the simmer Daf Memches is a brainiac, a brainiac, so here goes. While some brainiacs, brainiacs, that must be more on Daf Memches. 
While some brainiacs were busy testing their pacing the comets on the inside of the Kli technique, which reminds the Republic inquired, what's the luck of after performing Kamitsa? The Cohen pasted the comets to the wall of the Kli shires rather than placing it at the bottom of the Kli. And Marba Ravashi asked what the luck is if the Cohen inverted the Kli shires and pasted the comets to its bottom. This is the case in which the Kli had a hollow stand that could serve as a receptacle when the Kli was turned upside down. Do we have to place the comets inside the Kaling properly, or would these alternative placements work? Both are left as a teku. So, while some brainiacs were busy testing their pasting the comets on the inside of the Kli technique, others were on the floor analyzing the status of spilt katoris from the Kongadal's Khafina, which reminds us, the Gemara prefaces Repuppa's next query by introducing the following halacha, if the blood of a shek the carbon spilled on the floor from the incision of the animal's neck, and the cone gathered it up, it's puzzle, whereas if it was first received in the Kleshares and then spilled on the floor and he gathered it up, it's kosher. So Rapup inquired, what's the luck if the katoris scattered from the Kongado's full cupped hands and fell to the ground? May he gather it up from the ground and use it or not? Do we say Yado Katsabar Behemadami Ubasua? His hand is analogous to the neck of the animal, and the katoris had fell to the ground as puzzle? Or do we say, or that perhaps the hand is analogous to the kleshares, and the katoris had fell as not puzzle? So on the one hand, the Torah doesn't require the katoris to be placed in the kleshares, in which case the special consecration of the katoris occurs when it's placed in the kongadal's hands. But on the other hand, since we learned that the kongadal practically requires the cuff to carry the katoris into the kosher kadoshim, the consecration occurs in the cuff, and the kongadal's hands are considered like the neck of the animal. The Gemara leaves it as a teku. So, while some brainiacs were busy testing their pasting the comets on the inside of the Kli technique, others were on the floor analyzing the status of spilled katoris from the Kongadal's Khafina, with their left hands tied behind their backs. Which reminds us, when Rosh was asked, regarding carrying the blood to the Mizbech in the left hand, he answered that it was taught in the mission regarding the Kongadal bringing the katoris, he takes the shovel of coals, in his right hand, and the kaf of Gatoris in his left hand. So clearly, Holoch is valid if it's done in the left hand. The Gemara in the next Amid successfully refused for Abshesh, based on a price that states, Zar va'onin shikr ba'amun b'kabal b'holoch v'zrika puzzle. If a Zar or a Kohn who is an Onin, drunk or blemished, does the kabal holoch v'zrika of the blood, it's puzzle. V'ken yoshu v'ken small puzzle. And so too, if a valid Kohn does any of these abodes while sitting or with his left hand, it is puzzle. Daf Memtes, so the Simmer Daf Memtes is meat, and we use a butcher. So here goes. The former butcher, butcher, that must be more on Daph Memtes, meat. The former butcher became the alternate Kohen Gadol and was called into service when the Kohen Gadol died right after doing Chafina, which reminds us of Yishub and Levi inquired if the Kohen Gadol filled his hands with katoris and placed it in the cuff, but died before burning it in the Kodesh Kodesh, he made the Kohen Gadol replaces him, use the katoris that was scooped up by the first Kohen Gadol, or must he perform a new Chafina? Our Papa said that it depends on the following issue, Ichofen v'chofen v'chofen, if the Kohen Gadol does Chafina before entering the Kodesh Kodesh and does it again inside, which means he pours the katoris back into his hands from the cuff, before pouring it onto the coals, then the new Kongado can use the original Khafina since he'll be doing the second Khafina. But if the Kongado only does Khafina once before entering the Koshikadashim, and then upon entering he pours directly from the cuff onto the coals, then it's a valid question whether the new Kongado can use the first Kongado's Khafina and not do his own Khafina. So the former butcher became the alternate Kongado and was called into service when the Kongado died right after doing Khafina got nervous about doing the second chafina with his larger hands. Which reminds Rav Huna Braid Rav Yeshua Torah Papa that the reasoning is the opposite. If the Kohen Gadol does chafina twice, once before entering and once after he enters, then the new Kohen Gadol who replaces him may certainly not enter with the first chafina, since it's impossible for him not to take less or more gadors than he needs, since his chafina is not the same size as his 
predecessors. But if the Kohen Gadol does not do Chavina a second time upon entering, but pours the Ketoris directly from the cup onto the coals, then it is a question whether the new Kohen Gadol can use the first Kohen Gadol's Chavina. So the former butcher became the alternate Kohen Gadol and was called into service when the Kohen Gadol died right after doing Chavina, got nervous about doing the second Chavina with his larger hands while holding the cup in his teeth. Which reminds the Gemara proves that the Kohen Gadol does do a second Chavina from the following price. How does the Kohen Gadol do Chafina once he enters the Kodesh Kadashim. So after depositing the shovel full of coals on the ground, he grasps the front of the cup of Ketoris with his fingertips, and some say with his teeth, with the handle towards the body. And he carefully pulls it upward with his thumb until the handle reaches between his elbows, and then he tilts the cup and pours its contents back into his cupped hands. And he heaps it up on the coals so the smoke should come slowly, which Miri says, is so the Kongol should not choke from the sudden release of smoke. Others say that he scatters it on the coals so the smoke should come quickly, which the Miri explains is so that the Kongol will not have time to gaze upon the Koshikadoshim. The Brisa concludes, and this was a difficult avoda performed in the base of Migdash. And the Gemara challenges the statement, given that Malik and Kamitsa are also difficult, and revised statement too, This was among the difficult avodas performed in the base of Migdash. Dafnun, the similar Dafnun is a nincompoop. So here goes. The nincompoop, nincompoop, that must be more Daf. None. The nincompoop pretending to be a kongadol who tried to bring his live bull into his model, Kodesh HaKadoshim, which reminds us, in the Gemara Dab Mem Tazaman Beis, the question was asked, if the kongadol shakted his chattas par but died before entering the Kodesh HaKadoshim and sprinkling his blood, what's the halach regarding the kongadol who replaces him using that blood? Rabbi Yami said, but par par, that the phrase with the par implies but not with the blood of a par that had been shakted. This new Kongad would have to bring his own par. Rabbi Yitzhak Nafcha said, but par, but feel par. The phrase with a par means and even with the blood of the par that had been shackled by his predecessor. So on our Rabbi Ashi says it's more reasonable to concur with Rabbi Yitzhak Nafcha, who said that the blood itself is classified as a par, for it's written, bezos yabo arn el kodesh, but par makar. With this shall arn come into the kodesh with a young par. Now, does a Kongad lead the par in by the horns? Of course not. El bedamo bakarle par. Rather, he shakes the par and goes in with the blood, yet the Torah refers to it as a par. The Gemara explains that according to Rabbi the Basic means, but ma'huksha arn lebo el kodesh. With what offering does arn become qualified to enter the kodesh? But par ben bakar lechatas, with a young par as a chatas. To become qualified, the new Kongad would have to bring a live par and shakt it as his offering. So the nincompoop, pretending to be a kongadol, who tried to bring his live bull into his model Kodesh HaKadoshim, was so offended when he was told his chattis belonged to the tzibur. Which reminds the Gemara, that even if the blood is classified as a part, the alternate kongadol should not be allowed to use it because it's a chattis shemesu ba'aleah, because it's a chattis whose owner has died. But chattis shemesu ba'aleah, lamisa azra, and the rule is, is that a chattis whose owner has died goes to its death. So Ravin Bar Ravada said to Rava that Rava's Talmudim told him in the name of Rav Amram, Chattis Tzibori, Asla. The Kongadol's part is a communal offering since it's offered on behalf of the Kohanim, and therefore it doesn't go to its death when the Kongadol dies. Ravin proceeds to bring a proof which Rava successfully challenges as he holds that the Kongadol's part is a Chattis Yachid and not a Chattis Tzibor. So the Ninkampu pretending to be a Kongadol who tried to bring his live bull into his model, Kodesh HaKadoshim, was so offended when he was told his chattas belonged to the tzibur that he tried to do tamur on it as a carbon yachid. Which reminds us, Rabbi Lazar asked the following question, according to the opinion that the Kongal's par is a carbon yachid, osa tamur or enosa tamur, can it be used to affect tamur or not? The Gemara seeks to explain the basis of this question, since even though the Kongadol is makdish the par from his private property, we know that it tones for al-kohanim, 
and an offering of partners cannot be used to affect Temura. The Gemara concludes that Rabbi inquiry was concerning the Kohen Gadol's fellow Kohanim who joined him in receiving Kapara through the Par. Do they receive Kapara as established partners in the offering? Or Dilma Bekufi Miskapri? Or perhaps he received Kapara in an ancillary role. An ancillary role, meaning the carbon primarily attains Kapara for the Kohen Gadol, and they have the privilege of attaining Kapara with him. In this case, more could be done. A non-successful attempt is made to resolve this question. Alright, now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which stuff do we have a question whether a Kongaru who replaced a Kongaru that died after the Shechit of the Par can use the blood of that Par? That's on Duff? None. Good number two. Which stuff do we have a three women cooks who are on the path the Kongaru took to enter into the Kodesh Kodoshim? That's on Duff? None of. Good number three. Which stuff do we have the Kongaru took the Kodesh into the Kodesh Kodoshim with a cuff because there was no way for him to bring it in with just his hands? That's on Duff? Memzayin. Good number four. Which of you learned the process of how Chafina was done in the Kodesh Kodashim? That's on Duff. Memtes. Good number five. Which daf do we have a Machokas between the Chachamim Rav Yudah, whether there was one Parochas or two that marked the inner and outer edges of the Amatraxim? That's on Duff. No, no. Good number six. Which of you have a question if Tamura can be done with the Kongadol's par, given that other Kohanim are attaining Kapar through it? That's on Duff. None. Good number seven. Which something when Rav Huna Barid Rav Yeshua says that the altar Kongado can't do Chafina with the first Kongado's Chafina because of the size of his hands are different. That's on Duff. Memtes. Good number eight. Which something when why the Pesach was considered a carbon Yachid and the Chagiga a carbon seaboard. That's on Duff. None of. Good number nine. Which Duffy is regarding how many Maracas there were on the Mizbeach each day of the year. That's on Duff. Mem hey, good. And number 10, which stuff does the Gemara leave as a take of the question whether one can paste the comets to the wall inside the Kli? That's on Duff. Mem Ches. Excellent. That concludes the pop quiz. This is Rabbi Avram Goldman Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.